It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Hello, hello, everyone, and happy Monday. I'm excited to be here, of course. Um, the day is the first day of the work week, the day to go out and begin to be great and continue to be great. So I'm excited, as always, to be here. Mondays kind of get me pumped up. I'm a little different from most people I know, but I still enjoy because it it's the first day of the week to go out and do something wonderful. So today, remember, we were talking earlier this month about marketing plans. We know we'll be going into making marketing plans for 2022. And we talked about the marketing plan, and then we start talking about different aspects of the marketing plan, such as social media and things of that nature. So now we're going to talk today about radio and the medium of radio and how to use it and its benefits in your marketing plan. I have an exciting, wonderful, well-known, and very knowledgeable guest. I have Mr. Michael Chandler on today, and he's the owner and CEO of Rejoice Musical Soul Food um, Network. And let me be clear about that. It's a network because he has stations as well as programming. So he has a network that he works with over 100, maybe 110 affiliates that he's involved with. Michael is a man from the bottom up. He understands the business. In fact, Michael is a NASA-trained engineer, impressive, impressive, uh, as a broadcaster. He's a stellar award winner and many other awards as well. His network encompasses so many gospel greats uh, from Diet Peoples to uh, Dorinda Clark Cole, Earl Bynum, Melvin Williams, um, for veterans like Cedric Bailey and Tracy Morgan are also on his network. So welcome, Michael, welcome. Well, thanks for having me, Gwen. How are you doing today? I am great. I hope you are doing well. I am. I am. Good. It's a wonderful day. Good, good, good. Well, we're going to talk about radio. I'm going to let you just take over in a few minutes to talk about radio. We know as you do your marketing plans and how to reach the most people in a relevant, impactful way, we know the last 10, 15, 20 years, there's been a lot of changes in terms of how we reach people. A lot of it has to do with social media and videos and things of that nature. We want to talk a little bit more today about radio, because even with um, the invent of new forms of communication, radio is still one of the most cost-effective and cost-efficient and effective ways to communicate with your consumer base. Uh, people stay well, all day long. So, Michael, give me some input on that. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, Nielsen research uh, indicates that approximately 93% of African-Americans, especially African-Americans, uh, listen to radio at one time or another during the week. Radio mm-hmm. is still the number one uh, place that folk discover new music. Now, most new music is discovered on radio, a person might hear it on radio, and then what they'll do is they'll go uh, and, uh, to Spotify or iHeart or other digital platforms to be able to make that, um, that, that content that they just fi- found easier, easy to get to at any time. So, um, you know, I think there, there's, there's been this, this misnomer 
that that radio is 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 old school and all that kind of stuff like that. No, when you look at uh, a marketing plan, you need to look at it from a multimedia approach. Certainly, uh, social media, digital, but also radio and and television. Right, absolutely. And one one of the great things about radio you talked about before is um, we just kind of saying people listen to radio all through the day while they're doing other things. You have to sit in front of a computer or sit in front of a TV screen to get the best. You have radio in the background. You hear the music. You hear the advertising, all that. And the other part I want you to kind of talk about is that radio is one of the best mediums to target your audience. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, when you look at radio formats across, across the board, you, I mean, you can, uh, you've got jazz listeners. You've got right. millennials. You've got kids. You've got older folks. You can, by, by uh, choosing which format of radio station you want to market on, you can narrow that sucker down depending on the messaging and the product uh, that you want to get across. For instance, right. if uh, you want to sell um, BMW cars, BMW right. cars, high-end cars, you want folks that have disp- disposable income who mm-hmm. can afford a 60 or 70 or 80 or sometimes a $90,000 car. Well, mm-hmm. uh, in that case, I want to uh, look at the R&B stations, adult R&B, uh, the uh, adult contemporary stations. I want to look at the gospel stations because I want to look at folks that have been uh, in the job market long enough where they are um, uh, in the upper income classes. And so you can do that if you have a trendy product. The reason why you could find Mountain Dew on a lot of hip-hop stations is because that's who they're targeting. That's right. who you're targeting. So the great thing about radio is that you've got these, these various formats, and you can actually target the demo if you know the demo that you're going after. And that's what, that's what I love about radio. Right. You know, and at that point, we talked about marketing plans. We've already gone through this with them about knowing your target market, understanding your target market, understanding your brand. And that sort of thing. So it goes back to that. I love this piece because um, if you talk to your radio rep, and I'm going to use you as an example because I'm going to talk to you, Michael's radio rep. If I say I want to buy uh, station A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you can tell me basically because your research, how, what percentage men, what percentage women, what's the income level, the education level, what time of day they listen. You have that information, correct? Oh, yeah. That information is available. And uh, and you don't always have to pay for it either. Nielsen right. uh, uh, releases that research. They, I tell you, when uh, Nielsen uh, was, was arbitrage, right. every single year they release what they call um, the black radio study. And mm-hmm. what that did is that it took a look at it, sliced, did thin slices on the African-American consumer and listener and revealed their listening habits. And uh, they were acquired, Arbitron was acquired by Nielsen, and Nielsen carried that, that same tradition over. So you can get that information, and, and, and quite often, if you look, it's free. Right. And, you, and what you need to do, as you do with all your marketing um, vehicles, be objective and reach your target. Don't buy the station you like, specifically. Buy the station your consumers listen to. <laughs> I know you're you know, don't necessarily buy the stations you like. No, necessarily. You may you may buy it and that may work. 
but you go after the stations for your product that meets that consumer demand, not necessarily one you like. Gwen, you are so right. You are so right. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I've found in my career that some advertisers uh, do. That's my mm-hmm. favorite station. They, that, they, that's my song, and so they'll go buy that. But mm-hmm. is it truly the, the station that, you, uh, that your consumers uh, right. uh, listen to? And I mm-hmm. tell folk all the time, I, pro- I, program, I, pro- I program various formats of radio stations, and I don't necessarily program a radio station for music that I like. Mm-hmm. What I try my best to do is uh, narrow down what the consumer, the target audience, is going to like. And mm-hmm. you do that through research, and it also comes through experience. So you're absolutely right, Gwen. The most dangerous thing that you can do is buy a station just because they play the music that you like. Right. Yeah. And that's why some people have been unhappy with their radio buy, because they've done that. Now, when we say radio, things are continually to expand, expand and grow. So we have network radio. We know Michael owns a network uh, of radios. We have HD radio. We have internet radio. We have satellite radio. You want to tell us a little bit about the differences, Michael? Sure. Um, when folk think of radio, they really think about terrestrial radio. Uh, that's a radio station that has a, a tower somewhere and an antenna mm-hmm. at the top of that tower and a transmitter site, and, and that's what we grew up on. That's what we think about when we think about radio, but radio is no longer a one-trick pony uh, anymore. Right. You can find most radio stations will also stream their radio stations. So now not only are there terrestrial radio stations where you can pick on, up on your car radio or your home radio, but they're streaming. Now you can pick it up on your, your mobile phone and you can pick it up on a desktop. And the difference between those two, with an Internet station, you can't necessarily pick it up. Well, you can't pick it up with a regular radio. You just okay. simply cannot do that. Mm-hmm. However, with, uh, it, you can pick up an Internet station with your mobile phone or a desktop. And because terrestrial radio stations are now uh, streaming, you can pick up, you can find your local, your favorite gospel radio station. Then you have uh, uh, services like Sirius XM, which is satellite mm-hmm. radio. Mm-hmm. So those are delivered just like uh, the descriptive term I just used, satellite. It's distributed via satellite. Mm-hmm. And many cars are now equipped with satellite receivers in them, and you can, you can subscribe to a Sirius XM. You can drive along in your car and listen to it. You uh, decide that you want to listen to a local radio station. You can then turn on your radio station. And then if you've got your mobile phone with you, you can then Bluetooth that mobile phone to your car radio, and now you can listen to all of these great Internet radio stations uh, that are out there. I tell you, it's an exciting time for media distribution. It is no longer, no longer is it a one-trick pony out there. Folk who only do social media, they're missing some of the audience that they may want to get to. People that only do radio, they're probably missing some of the audience because some of that audience is over there on social. And if you do only social, you might be missing the folk who listen to satellite radio. So I love taking, I want to say, Gwen, the way to do it is a multimedia approach if you're planning on being successful in whatever that marketing campaign is. Right. I love that because, you know, I think this is a great thing because I know people go out here and oftentimes uh, sell social media and discard radio. And I think that's such a disservice to their clients saying, oh, you just need to do social media. 
that is not accurate in my opinion. I didn't market for a long time. Think about this scenario in my book. If you do a radio spot and you reach 100,000 people, you're also able to get that person at the end of, the, end of that commercial to go to your Facebook page or your Twitter or your Instagram. They work very, very well together. You can call out and call people to action on radio. Um, it's not that difficult to change your messaging on radio as it is on television. So those are some of the benefits as um, partnering and some of the benefits on radio as well. Yep. Yeah, one of the other things uh, through uh, Nielsen Research, I was reading some recent research, social media is absolutely great. Yeah, and absolutely. I would say to anybody who's get, yeah, getting their marketing plan, you need to have social media. But the reality of it is, is that when uh, research shows that recall of the message is much higher in radio than it is in social media, by that I mean, just think about yourself. And, and uh, anybody who's listening to this, this podcast, this broadcast, how many times have you been on your phone or your computer, you're going through your social media feed, your, your um, uh, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, Facebook, and there's ads popping up all over the place. How many can you, how many can you recall? Research said, shows that folk who listen to radio, the messaging that's in radio engages more on a personal level and mm-hmm. your message can stand out and can be retained. So you mm-hmm. need both. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. and you just think about you. How many times, how many ads do you really remember off of Facebook? How many? Well, actually, actually, I'm offended, to be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't want, I know it's done and I know why it's done, but I prefer not to get ads in my Facebook feed. I just don't. I prefer to go through it with what my friends are doing, say happy birthday, who I'm saying happy birthday to, or whatever. I'm not really itching the ads. Um, I may be weird that way, but I just don't. But, you know, I look at radio, I'm anticipating the message being given to me by a trusted voice. Generally, the person on radio is somebody I know or respect and trust, right? They're in my marketplace, mm-hmm. whatever. And I trust that person. They're kind of like pseudo-celebrities or whatever. And that's a person that I can connect with, and I trust that message. I listen to that message more because it's coming from a, a source that I, I trust. You, know, and you make a me. very good point. You make, you make a very good point. And, again, I, I still go back to research. I'm not going to be a researcher-holic tonight. No, but, no, that's great. Uh, but research uh, does show that their uh, radio tends to foster a personal connection, an emotional connection between the listener and that person who's on, especially exactly. if that person is on is on a, uh, uh, on a regular basis. It's almost right. like you're talking to a friend. It is. It's exactly. And then also, I'm going to do research now, so I'm going to throw one at you. What I've read in research also says that your return on investment with radio is six to one. So if you put $100 mm-hmm. in radio, you do that times six in terms of what your return is going to be. Your call to action mm-hmm. is better and you know exactly who your message is going to, and they're more likely to correlate with sales from your product or your business or your service or whatever. That's what I read as well. Mm-hmm. Eddie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and the good thing about radio, the good thing about radio too, Gwen, is mm-hmm. that many radio stations now do what they call content integration. And mm-hmm. what it sounds like to the listener is my uh, the person, my favorite person on the radio is talking about when they went to Cole's department store and they, and they bought this warm jacket by North Face. 
Exactly. And it sounds like it sounds like they're simply ex, uh, uh, explaining an experience that they had, but that quite often is content integration. So now a trusted voice right. is sharing with their their, their friend, the consumer, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this product, and the consumer remembers that. Exactly. Exactly. Now, to that point, let's go to this. Let's discuss shift a little bit. We are saying and talking about the benefits of radio and that that's a part of your marketing mix. Um, I like to say to people very clearly, um, oftentimes, um, because I'm more of a marketer and strategist, um, I talk to a new client and they will say, oh, we're going to do social media. Well, let me just be clear. Social media is a tactic, just like radio just like TV, just like print. It's not a marketing strategy. I hear that a lot. So let's get that clear. So your platform could be radio, TV, all those kind of billboards, all that are those are tactics to drive your message to your consumer. So to utilize radio, one thing I like about radio is I'm oftentimes in a position to do a better job of negotiating extras with my buy. So you may not want to talk about that, but I need your help on that. How do you go in to somebody and say, okay, I want to buy X amount of dollars on your station. What else can I get? How else can I make this buy more effective? You just talked about the integration with your um, your personality. What other things can you do? Well, uh, that that piece that I shared about content integration, that that's great, but you can also negotiate real estate on the radio station's website. You can put okay. your banner there. Just say, mm-hmm. just say you have an event. You, right. you can uh, provide the radio station with a banner, and mm-hmm. then you also can provide them with a link to your website or the place where they can buy whatever you're, you know, whether it's a concert, you're buying tickets, or there's a product. You can mm-hmm. put a link there, click here, and it, and it can go out. And then the radio station, you can negotiate with them to have the announcers to promote that personally uh, with live reads on the air in addition to the commercial that's going. So uh, the other thing that you can do with radio, and I love this, radio is no longer, as I said earlier, it's no longer a a one-trick pony. Most Mm -hmm. radio stations nowadays will actually stream to your mobile device. And some Mm -hmm. of the more sophisticated radio stations, you can negotiate with them to do what they call a pre-roll on the mobile device. And what that means is that before, say, a person want to listen to their favorite radio station, uh, 105 R&B, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to my phone, I click on the app for 105 R&B, and before I start listening to 105 R&B, I have to hear your commercial. And you can negotiate that. I and love that. And not only that, yeah, you can negotiate. Hey, how about this? Try to get it for free. Okay. Try to get that as part of your package as bonus as opposed to you paying a separate part, and quite often you can do that. And if the key with that bonus piece is to negotiate when you put your money on the table, right? It's hard yep. to come back after the, after, after, after the buy has been made. It's more difficult to get something adjusted. But if you, you go and discuss your, your schedule, your buy, and you put your money on the table and hand them a check or whatever you do, that's the time when you negotiate your added value, correct? It, it most certainly is. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and right before you get ready to sign that agreement, right before you tell them you're going to give them a check, that's when you do it. And they're sitting right. there, 
hey, the salesperson's across from you, and they just want that check so bad. Right. That's what they do. They got they got five kids at home, three dogs, and a goldfish, and they right. all are hungry. What you do is you negotiate and say, you don't really want to do this. What else can you do for me? And I'll bet you that the salesperson will sit back in their chair and say, well, how about this? I'm thinking about that. And that, and you can negotiate. Now, the difference between being able to negotiate with radio, when you mm-hmm. go to social media, many people, you've done it, you boost the mm-hmm. post. Right. You're not going to negotiate nothing. It is right. $20 to reach right. a 1,000 people, and that's it. No negotiations, that's just the scale. But radio right. is a flexible scale as opposed to a structured scale. Mm-hmm. 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 That's great. And when you do, I also yep. notice this, when you do something with radio from a business perspective, but you may have some philanthropic piece that comes in there, something you're going to support and give money to, because you have been a loyal customer or a regular customer with them, they're more likely to, to, to do something for you for, for a philanthropic piece as well because you have worked with them for a while. Yep, you're absolutely right. And um, see, the, more times than not, you're negotiating with a radio station in your market, most mm-hmm. people. You're mm-hmm. negotiating. You live there. They live there. Their kids might even go to the same school your kids go to. You might have grew up with some folk that they know. And you can Mm -hmm. make that personal connection, and when you make that personal connection, quite often you can negotiate and get other things um, through bonuses and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. um, you you just can't beat – you cannot beat that relationship, that personal relationship that you can establish with radio. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just love this concept because um, I I think it's more targeted, Um, and and I I talked with them a while ago, and continue to have conversations with my, with my listeners about knowing your target, understanding your brand, doing things that are within the brand. Um, if you have a brand that um, is, uh, you know, a church per se, let's say that's a very simple one. Well, there are only certain radio stations and certain content that you want your message on because it doesn't fit your brand. And I think it's so easy to, to adjust your brands when you're doing radio you know your target audience. You know how much they spend. You know whether it's male or female. You know the kind of job. You know more information about your target opposed to social media. Now, yes, there is some segmentation on social media where you know certain demographics listen um, or into Facebook opposed to LinkedIn or whatever. But it's really, really more organic, if you will, um, on radio uh, to really know who you're sending your message to and how your dollars are being spent and, and who is reaching. So I really do love that about radio. Yeah, and you know, Gwen, you make a very good point. Uh, you can go, you can throw tons of money, just throw tons of money at advertising. But if you're reaching the wrong group, you just you're just spending money. It might make you feel good to spend that kind of money. And right. I talked about high end cars uh, earlier. Right. Well, do you want to reach the folk who their demographic, the average person is between 12 years old and 18 years old? For a high-end vehicle, you've got you're a um, I don't know a Land Rover. You sell right. Land Rovers. Mm-hmm. You targeting a station that has uh, a, a demographic who targets 12 year olds to 18 year olds. You 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 really you might feel good about it, but you but really miss the mark. Yeah, you, you waste, waste your money. money. You real mm-hmm. you, yeah you want to target a station that that their core group 
is 25 to 54 years old. That demographic, mm-hmm. they call it the money demographic, the money demo. Those folks are the folks that got jobs. You right. want somebody, if, that's, if you've got a high-end product, that's what you want. However, if you want a, a, a recreational, you have a recreational uh, uh, product, uh, mm-hmm. You have uh, something that, that dem- a younger demo is going to gravitate to. Then you look at a hip-hop station. You look at a station with, with cheap uh, uh, demographics. Kanye West is coming to town. Mm-hmm. You would be wasting your money uh, uh, advertising on the local gospel station. You'd just be wasting your money. Mm-hmm. By the same token, if you've got uh, Pastor Mike Jr. or the Clark sisters coming in for a concert, uh, advertising on your local hip-hop station might make you feel better because that's your favorite radio station, but you might as well go to a window, open it up, and throw your money out the window. Absolutely. Yeah. Targeting. Yeah. Targeting. It's very important. And to your point, the age is important, uh, where they are in their careers, are they professionals? People always say, generally, if you want to do something high-end professional, hit a jazz station. More professionals listen to mm-hmm. jazz. True or not, that's what I've always heard. But you still got to do the research. Mm-hmm. Do the work. I'm really an advocate of doing the work. And you have tools out there that you can get. You can talk to your radio partners. They'll give you information. They have to be able to tell you who their demographics is. Um, talk with them and get the information. Or go out and do your own research and find out for yourself, okay, here's why you spend this money, and I'm going to negotiate hard up front in terms of what I would like to see happen with my dollars and any kind of added value or bonuses I'm able to get to make that message more, uh, more often or more effective. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do your research. You make a very good point, Gwen. Do your Absolutely. research. Talk to the professionals, but do your research. In the de- nowadays, in the in the in the era of Google and YouTube, man, you can find just about any kind of information you you want. You want to find exactly. out more about effective marketing? Go to go to YouTube and put in effective marketing strategies, mm-hmm. and it's going mm-hmm. to go boom, 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 boom. You'll have 20 of them up there. So right. talk to professionals, but, Gwen, you make a very good point. Do your own research, too. You know, that's, that's right. That's what I tell people. And another point I tell people all the time, you guys are know, put, in, put it in writing. It's not anything until it's in writing. The marketing yep. plan needs to be in writing. Determine what vehicles you're going to use. Determine how often talk to folk. To see what they're going to tell you to have, do your research, and make a marketing plan that's going to be beneficial for you in 2022. Don't misunderstand me. Plans can be adjusted. But when you go out there, you've done some research, you have less work to do at the, the, uh, the, um, going forward if you do your work up front with that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Gwen, uh, you, you, you made me think of this, Gwen. For advertisers, who have an ongoing business, you've got a restaurant, you've got a clothing store, you've got something that goes on every day or at least five days out of the week, your marketing plan, you should budget your marketing plan just like you do paying the rent or the mortgage on the place you're in, paying the electric bill, paying the phone bill, paying your Internet. You have to, if you're going to be affected, you Mm -hmm. have to set aside money for marketing Otherwise, you might have the best restaurant in the world. You might have the best mousetrap in the world. But what if nobody knows about it? Absolutely. 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 Yep. No one knows about it. So we want to make sure mm-hmm. 
that we are being effective and efficient with our marketing buys, our marketing dollars, do the work, put the plan together. I'm going through this right now in November because you should plan to be ready to go as of January 1st. Um, so we'll have some more conversation about that. Before we get off the air with Michael, I am so, this is my brother in Christ. He is such a great man. Uh, has taught me a lot about the business when I worked in advertising agencies and Michael with different radio stations. He's taught me a lot as well. Um, tell them a little bit more about Rejoice Your Network, how they can reach you, how they can find you, social media, follow you. Tell them a little bit about that before we leave, before we leave the show. Oh, thanks, Gwen. Yeah, Rejoice uh, Musical Soul Food Radio Network was uh, actually created by the Walt Disney uh, ABC Radio Networks uh, company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney, when Michael Eisner uh, uh, took over the helm of Disney, Disney decided to get out of radio and focus on um, theme parks and movies. And so they divulged of all of their radio properties. During that, uh, that, that sell-off of uh, all of Disney's radio, we acquired Rejoice Musical Soul Food, which was their gospel product. I, my radio station in Virginia Beach was carrying it at the time. When I found mm-hmm. out that uh, Disney was getting rid of it, we, had, uh, we talked about it, and, and we acquired it. We're in over 100, there's uh, over 100 radio stations across the country that takes one or more of our shows. We syndicate mm-hmm. the, the uh, Dorinda Clark Cole show, Dottie Peoples, Melvin Williams, Tamaya J, who uh, toured with Mary Mary for many years. We produce her show, Earl Bynum. Uh, we've got uh, celebrity uh, stars and hosts, but we also have broadcasters like Cedric Bailey, uh, uh, Tracy Morgan, who's both their Stella Award winners. And you can listen to our network on your mobile phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Musical Soul Food Radio app. Just search for Musical Soul Food Radio. It's free. You can mm-hmm. uh, make your request right through that mobile app. You can listen to our shows on demand. Of course, you can listen to us live with that. And you can listen to us online at musicalsoulfood.com. Go to Facebook, search for musicalsoulfood.com. We are everywhere, musicalsoulfood.com. And I've had people ask me where that name come from. Well, I didn't. I, I, I can't take a credit for it. Disney came up with it, and their rationale was musical soul food, music for your soul. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's what we are. We make no bones about it, man. We want to touch that soul with the word of God, and we deliver positive, encouraging messages 24-7. Musical And yes, you do. And I love it. I love it. I love Michael. I love his wife. Um, they are just really good stand-up people and good business people. And uh, he tries to always give you the best. So um, he's constantly changing and evaporating and adjusting to make all of his programming the best it possibly can be. So once again, Michael, I want to thank you so much for being on with us tonight. People, they want to reach you you're on Facebook, go to your website, and uh, you're ready to talk to them and Get a radio buy going for them, right? <laughs> yeah, and they can just email me, Gwen. I've got an open email. I'm not one of those folks that, you know, my email is a secret. It's uh, My name is Mike Chandler. So my, my email address is mchandler at musicalsoulfood.com. Musical Soul Food is our radio network, so that's M as in Mike, mchandler at musicalsoulfood.com. Or you can just IM me. I, hey, I've gotten, uh, I've gotten cool now. You can in, uh, instant message me or you can direct uh, message me, DM, IM, AM, PM. <laughs> well, you know, oh, that's just reach out to me. That's what happens when you have a young, beautiful wife, right? Oh, yeah. I better. Yeah, I better. Wife, Otherwise, Bobo might have to right? sneak in. That's yeah, it. and you know, and she keeps she keeps me sharp. I I really appreciate her, and uh-huh. 
So since I got that young wife, you know, if I have to stay young, keep the Bobos and, and the Leroy's out, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She'll, she'll, she'll get both of us to have this conversation here. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Michael, once again, thank you. And you guys look him up. Uh, speak to Michael. Talk to Michael. Uh, he can tell you his list of where he is and his shows are. Um, so once again, think about that. We'll be back next week with another show about the marketing plan. And as I always say, tomorrow's a great day to go out and be great. Thank you. Have a good evening. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness.